This is episode 6 of Future Paisley Podcast. Future Paisley Podcast is the title for a radical and wide-ranging programme of events, activities and investments, using the town's unique and internationally significant cultural stories to transform its future. The summer programmes discussed in this week's episode are now live and can be found through the Pace and Create Paisley websites. Also, at the end of the episode, carry on listening to hear This Is Our Day, written by David Ramsey and Alan Orr, and performed by the young people of Pace. Hello, and welcome to episode 6 of the Future Paisley podcast. This week, we're joined by Alan Clark of Create Paisley and Jenny Mason from Pace. Guys, I'll pass over to you now for introductions. Hi, uh, my name is Alan Clark. I uh, lead Create Paisley. We're a youth arts charity based mainly in Paisley, but throughout Renfrewshire. We've uh, been going for about 11 years now, uh, working with thousands of young people through creativity, community, confidence, and helping young people find their voice. Um, yeah, so delighted to be here today and uh, to, to have a chat and kind of uh, talk about what's, what's next for Paisley. I'm Jenny Mason. I'm, I'm from Pace Theatre Company. We are a youth arts organisation. We're based in Paisley, but we, we work with young people from all over. Um, we're primarily a youth theatre organisation, um, but, but we do lots of other stuff under the, the, the kind of arts umbrella. Um, and yeah, we're very excited to be here today. Thanks, Jenny. And being organisations firmly rooted in Paisley, given we're here talking about Small Shot Day, it's lovely to have you both here. And Small Shot Day looks very different this year, and we will talk about that soon. But it would be great to hear some background on the event. Yeah, so uh, Small Shot um, has been a kind of annual event every year on the calendar in Paisley for a number of years. Um, I won't in any way profess to be a, an expert on it, but my understanding is it's a real celebration of um, uh, workers' rights and, and essentially workers having a victory when they... Um, were were um, protesting against not getting paid for the the small shots, the the kind of hidden thread that that um, bound together the the kind of the um, fabric, um, and actually they they were able to win, and it was like a kind of real victory for workers' rights. And every year in Paisley, generally the first Saturday of July, uh, the whole community comes together for a parade, for arts workshops, for kind of real big events, just to kind of really celebrate that and and celebrate Paisley. Yeah, absolutely. We are um we've been involved at Pace in, in Small Shot for I think over thirty years. Um and it's a it's a brilliant celebration. Um and it it's it's lovely because every year we have young people coming together um to, to tell the story, to tell the story that Alan's just talked about, uh, the story of the weavers and their courage and their strength and, and, and how they kind of won the battle. Um and yeah, it's lovely. It's been something that I feel like for our young people, it's been passed from generation to generation. Um, that that kind of um, that that kind of right to tell this story and to celebrate it and to remember it. And I think it's it, it's it's been a lovely event for us to be involved in through the years. Um, this year, obviously, was was very different, but um, still felt like we were still celebrating um, the real fantastic history um, surrounding it and, and surrounding Paisley. And that is one of the most important things about culture, that we continue to tell these important stories for future generations. This year, thinking of the work you've done in previous years for Small Shot, how did you begin to transpose that to an online platform? 
Well, for us, um, we have always um, our our role in Small Shot has always been that we've always been we've always been part of the parades, which you know is a a real kind of iconic um, event for our members. That you know we parade down, they have banners and they chant, um, and loads of our members have always taken part in that. And then um, on the Small Shot stage, traditionally every year we've always through um, dramatisation we've always retold. Um, the story of the weavers um, and as I say that's been going on for years and years and it's important for us that that story um, is told every single year so when it when it came to this year and thinking about how we that could work in a digital context um, we decided that the best way to do that would be through a radio play um, so it would allow us to still work with young people still tell the story um, but that we would use um, we would use radio to do it so it was actually really nice for us because it was it was a totally different way to do the same thing um, and we lovely. still felt that we achieved yeah the, the the kind of spirit of it which is really important um, and the other thing for us is the we traditionally every year have sang a song called this is our day um, which is all about it always happens traditionally at the end of the show and again, you know, thousands of young people over the years have have sang this song. Um, it's a real anthem of, of Small Shot Day for us and for, for loads of folk. We, we always get people messaging us saying, I remember that from, from 30 years ago. Um, yeah. So we decided to do a kind of a digital um, a digital version of that. And we got loads of our members singing it. Um, we had some ex-members singing it as well, which was brilliant. Um, and then we sort of mixed that up with some old video and, and some, some photos to create a, a digital version of that song. And it was lovely. And I think it, it, it got a lot of people... Um, really remembering small shot throughout the years um so yeah it was it was lovely and actually for us it, it really it really did work um making that transfer to the, the kind of digital stage that's really interesting to hear uh, speaking to other people about moving activity from physical to online it's typically been discussed in terms of its limitation but here it sounds like this has been to your advantage maybe wider reaching a little more inclusive yeah i think that's totally true i think it's for us, it's it's actually allowed us to connect a bit more with 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 members um, of years gone by, um, and it, it it's been really nice. And I think that is something that runs through Small Shot is that spirit of of community and coming together. And there's something lovely about the fact that some people that will you know be be it well into their forties now still have that same experience of of young people today. Um, so yeah, I actually think it allowed us to do something that we've not been able to do as yet, and still continue that tradition on. And how has the experience been for, for, for Create, Alan? Yeah, so we've been involved for a, for a few years as well, just in, in different ways each year. Um, last year we, we um, did some kind of spoken word poetry um, on the stage with Sean Moore um, and on the Dooslin stage and some kind of creative arts workshops and, and just trying to kind of provide some, some kind of good opportunities for, for young people of all ages to get involved and be part of that kind of almost festival spirit around Small Shot as well. So... When when we kind of talked about doing a kind of digital version of it, it was quite hard initially to kind of see how would this work. But actually, like Jenny, I think what actually what 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 happened in the end was actually really really powerful, and um, we kind of really just appreciated um, still kind of coming together as a community, albeit in different places and, and digitally. So we um we ended up um, we had a songwriting project that was planned as as part of Small Shot originally. But the themes of that changed a bit more to look at things like the celebration of key workers and the young people that we were working with wrote a song about the NHS and wrote a song about some of the kind of care, care workers and key workers who 
often would not be remembered. So people who have to do crazy shifts in care homes or have to care for people, you know, have to get up at crazy a crazy time in the morning, and 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 they kind of wrote kind of real real raw song about about that, and we're able to kind of collaborate and bring a choir performance together online. So I think in many ways. Um, you know, we're really proud of what what's been able to be be achieved in terms of that digital um, small shop, um, and um, and like Jenny, I think you know, um, have been able to engage with a lot of people that we wouldn't have otherwise be able to be been able to connect with. So I think I think it's um, overall kind of seeing the other activities that people have put on and, and through our own activities, it's been just a really kind of still a community spirit about it, even though it is online and we're all in our own houses, and um, that that's been really great to see. And it's felt that way for, you know, um, as an observer of it. So having um, attended Small Shot in previous years, that it really has that, you know, um, that festival feeling, like you say. You know, it feels like this big, massive celebration. It really is a lovely thing. Um, and that's really underpinned by that a, a real sense of community. Mm. And I think the, the reason it landed so well online was that that, that thread... Um, no pun intended there, but you know that that was the community was really clear online, um, how supportive and wide reaching and all encompassing. I thought it was really lovely, um, and it's great to hear that the you know it's been a really positive experience of moving on a, a, a digital program. Um, how how did you find working with the the young people, um, as, as you both both organisations do at, at creating pace? How did you find they adapted from the normal practice? to this creative digital platform? Generally, we've obviously moved a lot of our programme online um, and I've just been amazed at how young people just adapt to, to different, um, different scenarios and what you need in different ways. They're, they, you know, they're, in, they're incredibly um, up for, for anything and I think they really embraced the, the digital element of it and most of our young people that were involved will have done Small Shot at another point and will have been on the Small Shot stage and you know, they feel that the story is important. So I think, um, yeah, it was it was lovely to see them just completely going for it and, and learning new skills as well, um, with particularly those of the those of our young people that were creating the the radio play. You know, they were they were learning a whole other art form really in doing that. So and 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 they embraced it, and it was lovely to see. We all of a sudden had to kind of move a lot of our offline program online at the beginning of of all of this, and. Um, are now up to kind of running around 54 online workshops since the beginning of, of kind of COVID, which has just been kind of a lot more than what I initially anticipated or expected and um, had had really good engagement from young people. We weren't quite sure what that would look like. We we work with a lot of young people through kind of online, or not online, sorry, through uh, in-person drop-ins and, and programmes where maybe they, are, they aren't so kind of signed up on a, a membership list or the same young people who come every week. So when we kind of started to put things online, we, we, we weren't sure, you know, what, will young people come along in the same way, get involved? But actually, it's been it's been really incredible that, that it's obviously been needed, I think, by the young people who have been involved. Um, in the songwriting programme we did, which was a really interesting one, obviously when you write songs in person, it's, it's quite a unique experience. You you know, you kind of jam, you riff off each other, you, you know, maybe you write ideas, you can play at the same time. When you're doing that online, it's not quite the same. So it's kind of looking at new ways of being collaborative. Um, and, uh, you know, so we're, we're perhaps, you know, coming up with a chord sequence that works for everybody and... Um, you know, then being being able to go away and write some lyrics for that, bringing it back to the team, and then bringing that together in in a, in a creative way. So, um, yeah, so it, it it's been quite interesting to kind of 
um, see how well young people have adapted to things, how actually it's probably caused even more creativity and more kind of new ways of working um, as a result. So um, and I think we've said this in a number of different spaces. Like, I don't think we'll, we'll probably go back to doing everything the way we used to do things after this is all done with. You know, I think there will actually be an element of, you know, actually using digital and online stuff and, and, and um, that will still be part of what, what we do um, in, in the future. And it's nice to hear of the success stories here, particularly for young people. Supporting young people is something you've both been very focused on. Alan, for example, your boredom boxes. Yeah, so yeah, we were we were trying to figure out quite quite early on because the, there were a lot of young people that we would traditionally support before COVID that we weren't sure if we'd be able to reach through, throughout this thing. And I guess from a wider perspective, we're, we were trying to figure out is there a lot of young people who maybe don't have anything good going for them at the moment or... Um, you know, is there something that we can do? Um, so we we did come up with a really simple idea of, of a boredom box, which a lot of people are doing kind of similar ideas. It's been great to kind of look out and see all of that within Renfrewshire, but also further afield. But within our kind of boredom box, we were putting like a kind of well-being resource. We were putting like chocolate, games, colouring in stuff, a self-care challenge. So just stuff to kind of like encourage young people, help them to, um, you know, keep connected, keep learning, do do something fun and, and, and spend time with their friends and family and, and things that are really good and positive for them. So we've been able to send out um, uh, just under 1,300 of them, which That's is incredible. like we, we kind of set out and we thought, let's do 100. And then <laughs> people, part, partner organisations we were, work, were working with were, were saying, well, can we have another 50? Can we have a, you know, another 40 or whatever? So we just kept making them and we're now close to 1,300, which is way beyond what I imagined and my new youth worker bless her like she started working for create during this whole thing and she said don't worry you can get the boxes delivered to my house and so I was like right cool we were planning to make a (laughs) hundred and then we're up to like almost 13 times that I think she's kind of (laughs) ready for ready for our garage to be a a garage again so uh so it's been really cool to 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 kind of work with partners and have have a team that are just so on board with it all so that's an incredible amount of work you know and I think uh, you know that's a, a measure of the success you know if um to, to to reach that that kind of number that the, you know and we all know working with young people the difference that that makes to to young people's lives i just think it's an incredible uh, an incredible piece of work mm, thank you um and jenny you know pace have such a massive presence in paisley too and um so many even young people that we work with at erskine um are a part of pace you know it's so it's so wide reaching um how have you found uh, engaging with with your young people yeah, so um, I mean, much like Alan, I think you know, as soon as as soon as all this started and kicked off, um, we we had to kind of very quickly think about how we could how we could deliver our program in a different way, um, because it was really important for us to continue that engagement with young people. Um, we knew, you know, we normally have that weekly engagement with with all our members. Um, and we were really keen that we, we continued that because we, we knew probably more than ever that they needed um, that engagement and that connection and they, they needed spaces to come together and be creative and, and to have some things in their life that, OK, although might be done in a different way, are, are still there um, when so much around um, them was changing. So so we very quickly moved our whole programme online. Um, we started delivering weekly youth theatre sessions um, 
through a, a Zoom um, platform, um, which have, have been brilliant. That's for all ages, from three um, right the way up to, to 21. Um, and in addition to that, we created online classrooms for them um, so that we could engage with them, you know, throughout the week. We could set them tasks and challenges. Um, you know, they could communicate with each other and with their tutors. And we just really wanted, I suppose the, the word community has been mentioned a lot um, already with regards to small shop, but, but community, I would say, is at the heart of, of what I think PACE is about as an organisation. It's about a creative community of young people coming together and, and having a space to to work with and engage with um, and learn with other creative young people. So we, 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 our main aim, I suppose, was just thinking about how we could do that in an online way. Um, and it's obviously, it's, it's, it's had its challenges, but overall, um, you know, I've been absolutely amazed at how young people have responded, how they've gotten bored with it. I guess that, that for again, for, for both organisations, we, we talk about the being a, a cultural organisation during COVID-19, that that experience, you know, is, is quite a unique one. Um, so even in identifying these other areas that you can offer additional support, that, that's, a, a, you know, that's been a big thing for, for you and your teams as well. Absolutely. I mean, we, one of the things as well we became aware of is that obviously young people in the in the first couple of months of lockdown, you know, a lot of them were obviously still, you know, engaging with their schoolwork and they were, they were still having all of that to do as well. But, you know, now that it's the summer holidays, we've, we've really tried to recognise that young people, you know, need more and, you know, they don't necessarily have that sort of daily amount of work, that daily thing to focus on. So we've really upped our programme over the summer. Um, and we're trying to offer them as many different arts experiences as we possibly can that they can, you know, drop in. They can do it on a one-off basis. They can do short courses. They can do weekly classes. Um, they can try new skills and get creative in, in different ways, all from all from their own home. Um, so yeah, it's just trying to kind of respond to to the differing needs of of young people as lockdowns gone on as well. I suppose. Yeah, I, th- I think that's um, I think that's been really kind of uh, our experience as well just I guess before um, before this kind of summer holidays officially started like we have still been able to engage with a, a really good number of young people which has been re- really encouraging but um, yeah just kind of trying to figure out how can we add um, value how can we support these young people beyond their schooling but beyond the kind of the other things that they're doing and I think a lot of young people um, have really appreciated the role of like a youth organisation or an arts organisation to be able to give that kind of ex- extra support and those kind of spaces that are less formal, perhaps, like the kind of non-formal education spaces or the spaces just to hang out and have fun or the spaces to be with friends and, and community, to, not to overuse that word again, but just kind of, you know, um, a, an opportunity to, to feel that they're still connected in a time where actually a lot of people feel really quite isolated, I I think. And, and I think quite often when... And when we talk about isolation and loneliness in this country, like it's easy to kind of immediately think of like you know um, older people in homes without friends or family to kind of support them. But I think actually isolation is a massive issue for for young people as well. And um, having these spaces and, and places to go, you know, amongst our services and other other youth organisations in, in Renfrewshire, I think is just really kind of quite important and like Jenny says that kind of structure as well of things to do and things to kind of engage with on, on different levels so yeah it's been really encouraging to see that. And a key part of your effort is in giving voice to those who might otherwise be unheard the work that you're both involved in can help young people to find their voice and you know to have the courage to use it. 
Yeah, so I I think I think I think from our point of view, like um, like voice is one of our main values. So it's it's absolutely something that we strive for at Create, um, and uh, you know, actually, young people very much not just sharing their voice, but actually their voice leading to, like you say, sort of influence and changing of of um, the the places that we're in. Um, so you know, things like the small shot songwriting project, although it's like a fun project to be creative and write songs, like. I think from from those young people's point of view, they're very much wanting to amplify the voices of other people in that case of like of people who um, might quite often get overlooked. So whether that's the, the frontline workers or the the taxi drivers or the the people in society that is so easy to not always see, I I, I think that's what's been quite beautiful. It's not always necessarily about shouting from the, the the highest rooftop and say, "Listen to me, I need to be counted and included." But actually, young people are part of that solution of. Um, I think shouting for a fairer society, um, and obviously another big thing that's happened in the last few weeks and, and, and months is is the kind of rise of of Black Lives Matter, and actually that's been something that for a number of our young people they've um, been really passionate about doing something about, and they've just not really known how to necessarily. So it's been quite interesting. We've been able to, within one of our writers groups, give space for that to explore that to kind of like think about what are the ways that we can use our voices to influence and. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, just just such an important area, and I think it's something that we need to continue to do, whether it's within this current time or moving forward. How how do we use creativity to kind of keep young people's voices, you know, at the forefront? And that's interesting when we look at the, the you know, so we 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 talk about small shot, the digital small shot. Um, so on the, the the programming, the digital small shot themes of the three that are. The celebration of key workers and their contribution now and throughout history, friendship, connections, and togetherness, and hopes and dreams for the future, and though you know that that can be used to define to define digital small shot very well, but it feels like that's you know that it's a lot wider than that at the moment. There's there's a great synergy between small shot this year and our lives, and I guess some of that we can we can talk about that, but what we learn for going forward. But, you know, um, it'd be interesting to hear specifically about the, the digital small shot themes and your experiences, even in the programmed activity that you took part in, the, the work that's arisen from working with young people during lockdown in general. I mean, I, I think it's funny when you mention those themes because I think you're right, they do feel they, they've, they've taken on a new significance and there's a new relevance and... Certainly a lot of what Ali, um, what Alan's just talked about is about creatively empowering young people, I think. And and creativity can give young people a voice that, you know, they don't they don't otherwise have. And and I think that space, that creative space, can do that. And and, and it's it's so much more than well, in our case, you know, than than a youth theatre or a drama class, I think. It's it's about coming together and, and, and empowering young people to to have a voice um, whatever through whatever art form they choose to express um, that voice. So I think that's really important. We actually took part in a, a project, a national project um, from a company called Company 3. It was a, a, a basically a sort of digital time capsule project um, and we're still working on that. And, and it allowed young people to digitally record how they felt about what was happening around them in the world. And then, you know, sort of we brought them together into short um short videos um and that's all going to go um all come going to go part become part of a sort of national um digital time capsule 
Um, and that that was a great example for me of kind of how we can we can use creativity to really make young people feel that their their voices are heard and, and matter and that particularly at a time like this um they feel empowered. I think um the the, the other thing which was was a real key key point for us was kind of working with with yourselves um Craig and, and Erskine Music and Media and some other partners to to run Open Mind Fest back in May, which was like a online uh, well being festival, which is all very much about again, um, uh, you know, how creativity can be around expressing our voice and on well being and mental health and having that kind of conversation with um, sort of reducing stigma around how young people feel and. Um, obviously that's been a real key theme that's come up today as well like um we i, I think for ourselves and pace and erskine music and media and a number of different charities and, and organizations in paisley are, are are very much trying to work for the the improvement of well-being of, of children and young people so um, and projects like the the one that jenny's talking about i can imagine like actually being able to kind of capture your experience of what lockdown looks like is such an important way of kind of almost processing you know what has this been like for me and actually you know sometimes it's easy I, I, I think just to kind of get on and you know and, and keep doing it but actually it's, I think it's also really good to pause and think you know what has this experience been like before we jump into the next phase or do, you know because it, it, it has been like something that we've not really experienced before and actually for a young person it could be completely life-changing this kind of point of time whether it's you know impacted them academically or they've just not experienced like anything like this before you know so um using creativity within the small shop program and within things like the time capsule that jenny was talking about it's just so important for for young, young people right now and there are so many key things in small shop that people that people love to see as part of that kind of festival atmosphere, you know, significant figures like Tony Lawler, uh, the, you know, the Charleston drummer, um, that it wouldn't be small shot without him. Even that has been able, uh, we've been able to kind of keep that online and, and have a, a digital presence for him. The open mics that, that take place, you know, those creative things. I, I know that um, one of my favourite uh, singer-songwriters from, from the area is Jordan Stewart. And Alan, I know that, that you've taken those open mic nights and you've still hosted them online with Jordan, haven't you? Yeah, so we, we hosted our, our kind of second uh, open mic of, of the lockdown period, uh, a special one for Small Shot um, on Friday there. And, and Jordan um, hosted that. We had a few other young people come on board and um, really, really, really great to kind of do that on Facebook Live. And I think we had over 3,000 people kind of view that and lots of people kind of get involved and comment and um, some really other fantastic young artists Matthew Gibb was on there uh, we had um, Sam Beard and Sasha Kalaharis. Um so yeah just a really kind of amazing opportunity to kind of celebrate again small shot in that way and um, Jordan was also involved with um, a few other things so she got involved in our Paisley and Song kind of uh, songwriting project that we talked about um, and also the kind of uh, the Smosh Hits, which um, Mary Collins, um, who, who now is now working for Remshire Leisure, she pulled that together with some with, with the bungalow and some other kind of fantastic artists again from all around the world, but kind of Paisley connected. Um, just some really kind of good opportunity to celebrate music and its role in, in, in Smosh Hot Day throughout the years. And Jenny, in addition to the the, the radio play. You you guys also had um, drama workshops for young people, didn't you? Yeah, so um, throughout the years we've often offered, you know, creative workshops, drama workshops on Small Shot Day. Obviously there's normally a really big programme of events and it varies every year, but 
Um, this year, we wanted to do the same thing. Again, we wanted to move that onto a, a dig digital platform. Um, so we had young people booking up um, to come and take part in a sort of taster workshop um, through Facebook Live. Um, and we looked at, we, we sort of took some of the, the small shot themes and in and, and particular, we looked at the sort of dreams and hopes and ambitions of young people. And, and we tied that into um, the workshops and, and it was great. It was great for us to connect with different young people. We had some of our, our members take part, but um, we also had young people, obviously, that, that maybe haven't connected with us um, before. And it was great. It was another brilliant opportunity for, for young people to be creative. And again, very much in the, the spirit of the, the small shop community and, and people coming together and um, yeah, that, 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 that community event. So it, it was great. It was another lovely part of the day and it was nice that we could still do that even when we couldn't physically um, work with young people in a room. And I think that idea of learning has felt very reactive as we so quickly had to adapt to the new landscape. But we hope that we continue that learning, that it you know it might inform practice as we move forward. What are the things that, that you hope to carry forward? I mean, I think for us... Um, I suppose a lot of what we've just been talking about, it's kind of put well-being at, 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 the, at the kind of top of the list. And, and that's something we've really, really been thinking about and considering when we, when we put our programme together. And, and our new programme, we've got things like um, yoga classes and, and, and mindfulness workshops and, you know, things, you know, that are, are, are expanded slightly, I suppose, to what our, our regular offer would have been. Um, and I think that's something that we, we will continue to look at um, and continue to, to kind of, I think we've always put it at the forefront, but I think it's it's made us think about it in a different way and allowed us to do different things and to offer different opportunities to young people. The other big takeaway for us has just been, um, and I think that even this conversation is sort of testament to that, the kind of partnership working that has actually happened mm -hmm. in sure and how, again, how everybody's just come together and thought like, what can we do at this time? Actually, people being really creative and collaborative mm. with like thinking about ultimately how can we serve young people? How can we serve our community? Thanks for the, the time that you've taken uh, to chat with us today. Really appreciate it. Um, and before we before we end, just on the, the work that, that you both are doing and have been doing with young people, for anyone that's interested in making contact with you to find out more, um, what's the best method of contact for you both? Well, at Pace, um, as I mentioned earlier, we are now offering our, our large digital um, creative programme to any young person, 3 to 21, um, both in Renfrewshire or beyond across Scotland as well. So if any young person or their parents are interested in finding out more, um, they can either, we tend to post all our, our, all our information on through all our social media channels, so you, you can find out info on them, or you can go to our website, which is pacetheatre.com slash change of pace, and you can find out lots of information and see what, what, what we're up to and hopefully get involved, because we'd love to work with as many young people as we possibly can. Excellent. Amazing, yeah, and in, and for Create, we we're on uh, www.createpaisley.org.uk. We've got a, a summer program that is live uh, as of Monday coming, um, so come along, get involved in some of the the online workshops, and um, we're just really keen to hear from partners and young people who currently don't have anything going on. Um, uh, yeah, get in touch. We would love to work with you to to kind of do some new kind of creative and um, community programs uh, in the summer and beyond. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Future Paisley podcast was created by Renfrewshire Council and produced by the team at Erskine Arts. We'd like to thank Alan and Jenny for being our guests on this episode.